Hey guys, welcome to the Unshakable Habits Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Box. And this week, we're going to be talking about weight loss. But we're going to go beyond just diet because my guest, Brian Johnson, had a story that I think a lot of you guys are going to be able to relate to where he lost a lot of weight, but he did it by relying on willpower, relying on strict diets, white knuckling his way through it. And then he ended up putting the weight back on him. And then he ended up having to go through the whole process again, but he took a different approach and he's been able to keep the weight off. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we're also going to talk a lot about emotions and how those are action blueprints and how we can learn to listen to our body to be able to get better results. And Brian has some really interesting insights he shares in the interview that you are not going to want to miss. Now, real quick, before I get into the interview, I did want to let you guys know a quick update. This will be the last Tuesday release of the Unshakable Habits podcast. I've got a lot of feedback from people that you would like the episode to come out a little later in the week because you kind of forget about it when it's released on Tuesday because you're not listening to it until the weekend anyways. So going forward, I'm going to start releasing these on Fridays. And that way they are available for your commute home on Fridays. They're available for you all weekend. And then, of course, you can catch it anytime. And, of course, the best way to make sure you always get notified of that is to follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app. It costs you absolutely nothing to subscribe to the podcast. So I would definitely appreciate it if you do that. So with that, let's kick this intro off and then jump into our interview with Ryan Johnson. Are you ready to break free from your old habits and create a better life for yourself and those around you? If so, welcome to Unshakable Habits, the podcast dedicated to helping men be better husbands, fathers, and leaders by prioritizing their physical and mental well-being. Each week, we'll look at health from a 360-degree perspective with inspiring stories and practical strategies for building unshakable habits that'll transform your life. Join Stephen Box, a board-certified health and wellness coach, and let's change the world together, one habit at a time. Allow me to introduce you all to uh, Mr. Brian Johnson. Grand Rising from Austin, Texas. That's funny. I'll say gals too. If there's any ladies listen to this, there'll still be useful information for you. Yeah, let's dive in, man. So, Start us off, man. Tell, tell us a little bit about like before you ever went through any of this journey, right? Before you ever lost your first pound, what what was life like for, for you? Yeah, I'll give you a little snapshot, right? So I'm 45 currently. I started lifting weights and doing the whole working out thing when I was seven and largely in part because I got picked on by my older brother and people in my neighborhood and I decided that maybe it's a good idea to get bigger so I wasn't such a target. So that's what I sought out for is saving my life in a sense of fear and survival. So I started watching Arnold Schwarzenegger VHS tapes and looking in magazines and just consuming information to figure out what I needed to do for me to get bigger. Yeah. So much of my life was around bodybuilding and just making my body do different things. And I always had a knack for it. I always had an interest and a passion for it. And I was doing it whether people were doing it or not. It's just mm-hmm. what I, this was my thing, right? I just, that's where I could sink myself into and get value out of it. So weightlifting was always a big deal for me. I tell people, look, between God and lifting weights, that's what saved my life because I did not have those habits and things in there. There's no way in heaven I would be at this point because I've almost killed myself 12 times, done eight months in jail, done crazy amounts of drugs. Like the fact that I'm even alive is I did. I ran out of luck a long time ago. Let's just put it that Okay. I know why I'm here and just to do what I'm doing, which is help high level performers and people who are committed to thriving and who are willing to take radical responsibility for their health and for themselves. What I do is come in and take all those pieces of the puzzle and put them together. Right. Yeah. So fast forward now, I've always I've been two fifty three different times. And I say three different times. Me and Steven talked about this. Three different times because I didn't change who I was being the first two times. Okay. Right. And this is I think where a lot of people get stuck because look, let's just be honest. We're not taught about three things. And I can speak clearly here because I'm not being censored to social media stuff. So I'm just gonna tell you, I'm gonna be Brian Zondo to be frank, right? There's three things we're not taught about food, feelings, and finances. 
for a reason. Because all three of those things are how people are controlled. So if you're literally interested in thriving and getting out of the system and being able to take control of yourself fully, you need to master those three areas, right? Because those are the areas where it creates the most pain for people because the information we have is false. We've been lied to you for a long time. If you don't take yourself out of that system of information and get yourself into what I like to call common sense, it's not going to make sense, right? So over the years, I have honed my skills and invested all my time, money, resources back into myself to be able to be Brian on the spot because I'm not Johnny and being able to solve problems for people to help them thrive. So my gifts are being able to help people get clear within seconds on where they're out of alignment and helping them to clean it up and then have validation that what they did just worked. So a lot of what I do is body language, teaching people itches and scratches. And we'll talk more about my chart here in a moment. I'll give it to you for free. That way you have it because here's the key. If I were to distill everything that we're going to talk about, about my Canadian, then our Canadian. If we're going to talk about just distill it all down, self-love is number one. Conscious tools is number two, meaning you need to be aware consciously of what your body is trying to tell you. Okay. Yeah. And look, folks, most people have no idea this is going on. I had no idea this was going on. And I'm going to share a story since we're in it real quick, because this will be a good conversation to open it up. Right. So the first time I ever found out I had a death wish. I was in class with my coach in Austin, Texas, and we were doing a body language class. And we're all sitting in a circle, right? My coach is in front. We'll say you were my coach. There was a lady sitting next to me on my left in a chair, right? Everybody's sitting down. So I have my left arm on the back of the chair, and they're talking, and we're just listening. Mm -hmm. While they're talking, man, I'm digging. And I'm not talking just a little bit. I'm talking. Like whelps. I'm like, I'm not a rocket scientist at this stuff. I know something's up. My body is trying to tell me something, and I'm just going to have to do my best to muster up the courage to go ask the ninja what's up. Yeah. So I mustered up the courage to walk over on recess, and I was like, hey, Bob, my coach, what is such and such and such such me? Four words out of my mouth. Brian, how long have you had a death wish? What? I'm not even mad. That's the fact. I knew it was telling me the truth. Because in that moment, I had about 12 experiences. The weirdest experience. Flash in my mind all at one time. Not... I saw them all. Bam, one shot. I'm like, wow, that's the first that's ever happened. He's telling me the truth. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. This is where it gets... I don't like the word eerily, but let's just say amazingly accurate. Okay. Language is 100% literal. So here's what I said. Listen, this is, you're going to hear me say different things in different ways. It's because of what we call conscious language. Meaning if you're interested in upgrading your life or downgrading in the fastest way is by the words coming out of our mouth. Yeah. Period. Our language is screwed. And remind me, brother, we'll talk a little bit more, but just stay on this task because I can get a little interesting. Start scratching, right? Here's what happened. I said, I don't want to be scratching my arm like this mm. i don't want to be on planet earth is what the code represents to the skilled listener okay when i had this happen that was it for me i was like i'm, I'm in for life i don't care what it costs me. i'll be a student for life because i have invested probably close to two hundred thousand hours in my education not, not one of these like i love what i do I've always done it. I'm always going to do it. And I will always invest time in my skill sets to solve problems for people like yourself who are stuck. People who come to me, been in therapy for 30 or 40 years, get really upset with me until I solve their problem in about a minute. With what I'm going to show you how to do. It's not difficult. Matter of fact, it's third grader. That's why I think people have such an issue with believing, right? Did we just clean up everything I've been sitting there talking about for 30 or 40 years? Yeah, we did. And we didn't even talk about it. We just got clear of what emotion was active. And I'll show you with my chart because your body's talking to you all day long and at night. Every time we're scratching or itching or we have a rash or a broken bone or we have a scratch, anything that shows up on your body other than harmony is an information and a data point on what's up emotionally. Yeah. Where I for a minute is help people to connect the dots and then make a new change linguistically. And then, voila, the thing goes away. Yep. Look, 
I've seen it happen more times. I've never seen it not work. So when I go into a conversation, I am expecting it to happen because of how often it happens. You hear my dog sneeze. Let's talk about coincidental factors because as we're talking about stuff and as you go about your day and you're doing your genius thing, when you're on point, you're going to have a coincidental factor. Something in your environment is going to come up. A car will fly by a hop. Someone will sneeze. Someone who's not related to you at all, you will hear it. Pay attention. There are signs and signals everywhere to the skilled watcher and to the person who has an observer on deck who can pay attention to who they're being and watch the codes externally because it's going to validate who you are. Be. All right. What questions you got on now? Well, let's go. All right, man. So, so let, let's actually back up here for just a second. So I, I think for a lot of people, kind of helping them to understand why this is so important and where this is so valuable, it, it's helpful to kind of take them back to where they are probably are right now, right? Uh, want, wanting to get healthy and being completely unaware that any of this exist. So so kind of take us back to, you know, one of those times where you were 250, you, you lost weight, but you, before you knew all this stuff, like when you were just trying to do it the, the old school way, yeah. like talk, talk us kind of through that. And maybe as you're sharing that story, kind of reflect back in hindsight to say, this is now where I realized that that was a mistake. So let's go through two cycles. Okay. So if you can see this or not, see this, I'll give you these pictures, but if you can see that, there's a 250 to a stage experience right there. I'll show it to you. You can text message me. I'll give you this. But the idea is the visual difference between 250 and being on stage is vastly different. So let me walk you through this. So the first time I ever went from 250 down to 190-ish was when I was in college. I was 21, 22. I was miserable. Not from life. From ketogenic diet, okay? I did the ketogenic diet, which was means no carbohydrates. I don't recommend what I'm telling you. This slide tell you why I'm to share this with you so you have some perspective. Yeah. I was working out for an hour a day, doing two 45-minute stints of cardio and fasted on the morning, and then we would work out and then do another 45 at night. No carbs for a week. I didn't even want to be around me. My friends didn't want to be around me. I couldn't remember my name from my ass. I literally was taking files. <laughs> I would read question number one for 45 minutes. I got two words into it and I have to start over. That's how fried my brain was. I had dropped all my glycogen. Yeah, I was lean, but I what's the point? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't function. I didn't want to be around humans. I was not even good for myself. Yeah, I did it. I willed myself into it, but guess what? I didn't do any of the work that got me to that place in the first place to clean up my identity, right? right. I did I identity. Interesting, right? So there are belief systems and codes and default programmings that most of the time people never question because they're just taking them off their mom or dad. And this is why body language is so valuable because with body language, I could understand exactly in seconds if I have something active. Yeah. A couple of pieces are if you have tension in your throat, that's where sorrow or sadness shows up in real time. If you have tension in your, and this is my chart, I'll give you my chart. You can use my text message number. Stephen will leave the information. And by my chart, the purpose of it is when you're out of alignment, this is what you do. You need to get clear on exactly where you're out of alignment, about what your body's telling you, yeah. not what you're thinking. Often, most of the time, they're not the same. Okay? Yeah. Your body's a genius. Your conscious, conscious mind, 7%. 93% subconscious. So body language allows us to access that data, make a new choice, and then the body will respond instantly if it goes away. Okay? So 250, right? I got in amazing shape, hated my life. Everyone hated me, and I hated being around everyone. So I knew that wasn't going to work. So I ended up getting back out of shape again. It's like, screw this. As soon as that, we would put on every Sunday, we would have carbs all day long. That was a load day. But a lot of times when you have a lot of stuff left over, like boxes of Twinkies, I got a funny story, so I'll tell you. Boxes of Twinkies and stuff, because of our carb mix, we would just eat. Then we would have a little bit left over during the week. We were supposed to not eat it on Monday. Yeah. Wednesday, he rolls around, seeing these boxes of Twinkies on top of my refrigerator. I'm like, man, I want those Twinkies. So I walked around with those Twinkies in my pocket. Oh, we didn't have carbs. 
just walking around the house going, come on, man. I, my roommate's fat boy, don't do it. Yeah, I ate them all. What the matter is this. I love red velvet cakes and pizza. And there's Dude. a way to have them all. Yeah. And doing a ketogenic diet is not going to serve me. Now, I will share you this. Serving over 100,000 people has left me with some interesting data to make intelligent decisions based off facts and experience, okay? Mm. I will tell you this. Doing the ketogenic principle where you have healthy fats and healthy proteins can serve a very good purpose. Just doing fats and proteins, I don't think is a wise idea. I subscribe to balance. I like carbs, I like proteins, and I like fats because here's the thing. They've been demonized depending upon which school of thought you follow, but I invite you to consider is like, why would they all be here if we didn't need them on some level? Yeah. The question is, what do you need for your body? Everyone's right. different. That's why I use genetics. I have genetic multivitamins and stuff like that too. So there's definitely things that we can tweak. I When I'm working with clients, I track their blood sugar and they track their blood sugar and their body fat daily and they give me that data so we can see exactly what's going on. That way we're not to guess about any of it. Right, you need to have you need to have data that you could use to track and to confirm or reavow whether your lifestyle, your behaviors, and your habits are supportive of what your outcome is. And naturally, that makes sense, right? I've done this one time. You'll know why in a moment. I busted my ass for a month. I didn't measure anything for a month. Doing all my cardio, eating all my food. A month later, I checked my stuff. All of it was backwards. After I pulled on the hair out for a moment and decided that was the last time that would ever happen again. So that's why I track daily or every two days. For me, at 45, I'm in better shape now than I was when I did my show at 30. I just cracked like 192 pounds this morning at 4.8% body fat. And it's not one of these. I've just been dialing it out. Yeah. I don't do crazy stuff. I do weights once, twice a week. I do yoga three days a week. Most of the time, I don't eat. Here's the thing. When I do eat, I understand what to eat. And I also know that there's a, a day or two a week, generally, where I have to have more carbohydrates to reload my body back up, or my body fat and my weight goes up eating less. What? Yep. This is what people don't get. They think, well, I'm not eating much. I'm losing weight. Like, okay, what kind of weight are you losing? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? You got muscle, water, and fat. If you don't know that and you're not tracking it, you don't know. Don't go by the scale. It's inaccurate information. When you text message me and get your chart, I'll give you the little links that I use. And I have a, I have my clients get a scale that's like 30 bucks. It builds yeah. your phone. So it's easy to do, right? So that was cycle number one, 20, okay? Bam, ended up getting back out of shape, 25, 26. Straight up just came out of jail on that picture right there on 25, 26. Uh, and I went in I went in jail in shape and came out looking like freaking State Park mush, mush for a minute. I was so fat, I remember writing letters laying on my stomach and my ass was jiggling. Here's what I'll tell you. I personally would not do any working out stuff while I was in there because the food was terrible. I would teach other people how to work out, but all I did was read my Bible and scriptures and completely renew my mind. Okay, and that's all I did for eight months. Got out, got back in shape, and it, here's the thing, okay? When I got out of shape, it took me, if you can see this picture, that's the day I got out of jail. That's a day I did a show when I was 30 over here. It took me a year to get there. Now, check yeah. this out. It took me six months to figure out how to get my body to even respond. That's how long and how out of sync I was with my nutrition, my lifestyle, my working out, to figure those pieces out. Mm. Once I figured out the combination, then I could move forward. The problem is a lot of times people don't know the combination. They don't know the fundamentals. They don't know the foundations of how to build a master plan because they're trying to do all the ninja tricks with no foundation. Mm -hmm. I am a master of the basics. Tracking body fat, tracking blood sugar. In our book, Think Great and Lose Weight, air, water, food, sleep, consciousness, mindset. Mm -hmm. Those are the things to master and we'll talk about it. So as I got out of jail, I got back into shape when I did my show, cycle number two. I was eating six meals a day, seven days a week, 10 ounces of fish at a time, three or 400 grams of carbohydrates two days before my show. Way too much, okay? Three hours a day at the gym. Like, I had no life other than what I was doing. Yeah. Now, 45, okay? I'm in better shape now than I was when I did my show at 30. What's different? A lot. 
I do yoga. I didn't do yoga at all then. I fast means I don't have breakfast, but maybe once or twice a week, maybe. Generally speaking, I won't eat until at least 12 or sometimes 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. How? I track blood I track blood sugar and body fat so I can see what's going on underneath the hood so it allows me to make more intelligent decisions. Okay? Yeah. So now at 45, what the biggest difference between those two, to recap your question, is I finally figured out that I needed to change how I saw myself unconsciously. Yeah. That's the hard part. Like, how can I see what's unconscious? Mm-hmm. Well, body language. Getting clear on your, some people call it shadow work. Getting clear on what your triggers are. Mm-hmm. And then having the courage and the resiliency to go back in and start using your body language tools to track exactly what emotion is connected to the thing or to the yeah. person or to the experience. So check this out and then we'll go to the next question. <laughs> Think about a person in your past that you've had an issue with or a challenge. Could be your mom, could be your wife, anybody. Just pick one. When you yeah. pull them up, track your body. And when you get my chart, here's what you'll notice for those of you watching this. Those little circles like over here in your throat, that's where sorrow and sadness shows up. Mm-hmm. Fear shows up in your chest like a tightness. Grief shows up in your solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Fear will show up in your stomach like you're hungry even though you already ate. Mm-hmm. And then you have below your belly button is subconscious grief. And then on your back is anger. Could be on your neck, could be on your spine, your kidneys, anywhere on your back. Your first step is, okay, I got some anger or a burden. Same thing, okay? The idea is this. Whenever you have something going on, your body already knows. And it's going to tell you instantly if you have the eyeballs to catch it. And when you catch it and you use the tool, like this is my, my Abra chart. It's a formula I created. And I'll just share with you. A is awareness. We're scanning our body, getting clear on what emotion is active, connected to the person and the experience. B is breathe. Where am I breathing from? And this is gold because look, if you're breathing from your chest all day long, that's going to tell you instantly you're in fight or flight or freeze. Yeah. Not good to stay there because that means what you're magnetizing is more people who are going to create more fear, circumstances, situations, and events that are going to bring more fear because that's who you're being. Life doesn't give us what we want. Life gives us who we are being. Most people don't have any idea these things are going off, so they don't even know why these things are showing up because these things are active in their vehicle. They just are unconscious. Okay? So awareness... Breathe, push your breathing down to your stomach. That will help you tremendously to get out of, ah, it's a, okay. Awareness, breathe, two R's, release, recode, and then appreciate and aligned action. And I'll walk you through if you choose to, but that's how I remember it. And that's how I teach my students and clients to do it, is to be able to get clear on exactly what is going on specifically so you can change it. All right, what question do you got on that one? So uh, I'm going to actually rephrase this and, and then I'm, you know, allow you to kind of, you know, expand upon this as you, as you want. But what, what I'm kind of hearing there is, and what was going through my mind is, as you were saying that is there might be some guys out there right now listening to this and they might be thinking, okay, this all sounds great, you know, but my real problem is that I just can't stay disciplined, right? I just, I, I fall off. And what I want, if you're, if you're somebody out there that's hearing that, what I don't want you to miss is what Brian is really trying to tell you here is that if all you're trying to do is look for the tactic to get to the end result, right? You're missing the whole point because the reason you keep sabotaging yourself, the reason you can't stay committed, the reason you keep falling off isn't because you lack willpower, it's because literally your body is holding on to emotions that you are completely unaware of that are even there. Yeah. I agree. Identity, you know? Yeah. And I understand too that a lot of people are like, well, bro, I need to be motivated. I'm like, look, let's just throw that motivation around the window. It ain't about motivation. It's about your habits. Mm-hmm. And if you're not disciplined, it's because your habits. If you're not disciplined because you don't have accountability. If you're not disciplined, it's because you don't love yourself. Because when you love yourself, you're going to do the stuff you don't want to do because you know that's what you need to do. Yeah. 
That's where the rubber hits the road. Most people ain't interested in doing that. That's why most people look the way they do. And that's why most people experience the life they experience because they ain't willing to do that, right? It takes a very special person to say, you know what? I'm going to take full responsibility for me and I'm going to do whatever is necessary to become who I choose to be. And my body is going to be a reflection of what I'm believing internally because that's the truth. Whatever you have going on and how your body is showing up, it's however you have going on here. As you clean this stuff up and get rid of the things you're holding on to, your weight will also start to peel off because your genetic expression is cleaner. It's a higher version of yourself. So you don't need those things because it's not you. Yep. So forgiveness, here, I'll just tell you. You ready? I'm going to give you the secret. Let's do it. When I was, when I, I'm going to tell you this, okay? After I did my show at 30 and won a first place trophy, listen to this. It took me 13 years, <laughs> legitimately, to get back to that shape and better. Mm-hmm. Without being on stage, just a stage of life is what my interest in, okay? 13 years, okay? I quit a million times. Here's the key. I recommitted a million and one. Right. Because look, success often is not a straight line. You right. got to be willing to forgive yourself. You need to have conscious tools to navigate yourself mm-hmm. back into your game because look, life's going to hit you with a sandwich. We already know that, right? You got to be able to get clear on, okay, I give myself permission to forgive myself and I recommit to my nutrition program. I give myself permission to forgive myself. I recommit to my health and wellness program or my relationship, whatever. Mm-hmm. Immediately when you're out of alignment, I give myself permission to forgive myself because look, if you're out of alignment with your body and you're like, body, I don't like, you think your body's going to help you out? No. If you're not loving and appreciating, why the heavens is it going to help you out? It's not. So if you're in conflict and if you have issues going on, guess what? You got conflict. If you have pain and issues and you got things going on, you have conflict. It's better to be open-minded to the idea because I'll help you solve it in seconds, but if you're not not even open-minded to it, I tell people right now, what's the most expensive thing you think you could ever own? I see it. Steve's got it. Oh. Oh, I thought you were just going to tell us. I, I was waiting to see. It. It's a closed mind. Yeah. Right? That's why our book is called Think Gray, Lose mm-hmm. Weight. Because what people don't get is thinking is where it all starts. Language yeah. is what creates thought. So as you shift linguistics into higher vibrational words, your thinking is also going to change because your frequencies change. Does that make sense? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll give a, a quick example of, of something I've actually used with clients over the years is, you know, lots of people say they don't like water, right? It's for whatever reason, water is like a really tough one for a lot of people to, to conquer. And, and one of the first things I have people do is I, I go, look, Let's change your language. Every time that you start to catch yourself saying you don't like water, I just want you to go, I love water. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't even matter if you believe it right now. Just yeah. say it. And, and within like a couple of weeks, they're like, dude, this is so crazy. I'm drinking water now. <laughs> yeah. So add this to your understanding because you're that's genius. Check this out. So you know, no matter what someone mm-hmm. comes to me for, I don't care what it is. I always go emotional filters first, okay? Well, if someone is dehydrated or they don't want to drink water, that means they don't want to feel. Mm-hmm. When someone starts drinking water, it brings feeling or life into their body, so they start feeling. So I love water, and I love what I feel. That's your new tweak, because that way they will start drinking more water. Look, dude, you already know this. Air is the first thing we're going to die without. Water is number two. I personally believe that water is absolutely astronomically important. Okay, I have a, I had a, I had two Kanga machines. My first one I got back in 2010. I had a $400 car when I had a $4,000 water machine. Think about that. Now I got another one because I can tell you that the hydration, I haven't found anything that's better hydrating than my water machine. Look, you need to find out for yourself. If you need some information, just text me. I'll give you my number and you can. I always do a free call with my community to help them out. But look, invest your wealth and your money in good water. 
it's going to be important because it makes an astronomical difference in you to go without food. I'm working on going on no food. Ideally, with the way everything's going, I'm conditioning myself to just drink more water and just eat a lot less food. A lot of times, too, fruits, depending upon where your blood sugar and body fat levels are, fruits are very hydrating. H3O2, which is restructured water, which is what fuels and hydrates legitimately our body. A lot of conversation on H2O is not that. So you need some things to be able to tweak that. There's a lot of new information coming out. Just be open-minded to the idea that not all waters are created equal. And if you choose to, I'll tell you my water story and give you some examples so you have some understanding, but it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that, you know, we, we go back to this idea here of it's all about what you're feeling, but not just what you're feeling, but what you're not realizing that you're feeling, right? Yeah. And I think this is where so many people get stuck it's, there's the stories that we tell ourselves. We, you know, think, oh, I don't like this. And everything is about those conscious thoughts. And that's where we get stuck. That's what we're trying to change. And you kind of illustrated through your story of you did that. And, and yeah, you know what? You technically got the result, right? You got in great shape, good enough shape to go win a, a bodybuilding contest. So obviously, and you know, it worked for you, but you were miserable. You hated yourself. Everybody around did you hated you, right? And you have to ask yourself, is that really the life that you want? I mean, listen, if you want to have single digit body fat and be hated by everybody, then certainly follow that advice, right? Well, there's two ways. You can get single digits and be and be absolutely in love with yourself and love life. And that's what I figured out now. But and yeah. it's taken me a long banging my head process to figure it out but there are some shortcuts and there are some fundamentals that are sound across all human beings that you can use to make some intelligent decisions and on a daily basis so it's not a diet it's just a lifestyle right it's an understanding of how to take the foods that are out there and have some information to make intelligent decisions and incorporate that into your lifestyle that's what i do with my high performing clients and it's it's simple not necessarily easy because look Mm -hmm. Getting in shape, listen to this. Getting in shape is an inside-out job. Don't let anybody tell you any different. You're only where you are because of who you are. Nope. And if you don't change who you're being, it don't matter what you're going to change by your food because your food, genetically speaking, your body is still going to respond the same way regardless of what you're putting in because that's what you mm-hmm. believe. Yep. Okay? So, and here, I'm going to, you mind if I share this with you, Steve? Because this will be a great tool that will help you get back in the game. Because where I believe we're at right now, correct me if we're at, if we're opera, I think the best thing to help you right now is for me to take you through exactly what I do when something's up. Come. So I can get clearer at it. So I can get out of the world of theories and opinions, right? I can use my body to say, oh, okay, I've got tightness here and here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk you through how to use my chart. And I'm going to walk you through how to use my app or formula. And I'm going to use fear. As our demo, because that's pretty common. Okay. Okay. Cool. Good. Let's do it. So check it out. So here's what happens. Just me being me. I'm just going to talk out loud, right? So let's say I'm cruising down the road today and all of a sudden, bam, my state changes or I think about a thing and I automatically notice my state changes. Mm -hmm. When I'm not enthusiastic, I'm not at peace and I'm not having fun, I stop what I'm doing and fix it. Because here's the thing. Life doesn't give us what we want. Life gives us who we are. Meaning, yeah. if I have feelings going on that aren't enthusiasm and love and joy and harmony and all that, that means it's less than that. And that means that's what I'm putting out. So that's what's going to come back. Okay? Right. And if I don't know that, I don't know that. Okay? So when you use my chart, you can track instantly what's going on. So I'm cruising down the road. I realize, okay. I'm out of state, sums up. So I say to myself, I give myself permission. My head said yes, that's important. I'll explain in a second. I give myself permission to feel my feelings, and it's okay. Okay, down. Yes, okay, question mark. No. Okay means, oh, okay, I give myself permission to feel my feelings. Okay is like, not so much, okay? That's important because when you're doing this stuff, your inner ninja is going to come out. But if you don't have the ear to track it, you're not going to catch it. This is what I do. It's help people listen to those shifts as we're recoding information 
and their body's shifting on the spot, linguistically, I will know and help them to get clear on whether it was congruent, taken, or whether the body's like throwing it out. And I'll give you some examples, okay? So I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. Now listen to this. If you're someone who has not ever done this, you need to be open-minded and I will help you with this. I'll do a free call with you, but you need to understand some, right? You would not be hearing me if you weren't connected and God wouldn't have you on your journey. I assure you, it just ain't going to happen. So with that being said, you need to understand as you make that call, I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. And my head says, yes, pay attention. Does your head say yes or does your head say no? It's going to happen quick and it's going to happen before you get the full statement out because your subconscious knows. Pay attention. If it does no, call me. I'll help you fix it. That just means that you have a no towards yourself. And can we agree? It's a good idea to know that, right? What I'm showing you how to do is as you're having conversations with yourself, your body is going to confirm it or not. But if you don't know it, you're going to go on thinking you're doing amazing things and the whole time your body's like, no, no. Thank you. Huh. That way I can address it and change it. Now I get a yes. I'm like, yes. And now I can move forward congruently, accurately, and authentically. Okay? Right. So, Abra, awareness. We scan our body. Fear is going to show up in one of two places. First place is in your chest. And when you get my chart, just use my text message number and just comment word chart. I'll leave it in the show notes. When you get my chart, I'll have this broken down for you. This thing. Okay? Fear is going to show up right here in your chest. Matter of fact, many of you on here right now probably have some of this active. You just don't even know that's what it is. And maybe you got used to it as yep. a way of meaning. Okay? I'm going to help you dial that in to where we clean that out instantly. Today. Right now. Okay, I'll show it to you. So we have tightness in the chest. That's where fear shows up when it's present. Right. Second place. Shows up in your stomach like you're hungry even though you already ate. That's also why I've been to 53 different times. I used to eat a lot. When I would go out to public events, I had a lot of social anxiety, but I didn't know. I would eat a lot. And I'm like, dude, you've already had like two entrees. I can't possibly be hungry. Fear. Yep. I have no idea. Okay? Yep. So when you find yourself mindlessly snacking, mm -hmm. fear. Anxiety right. is fear. Anxiety. Get rid of the word anxiety. Just start calling it fear because that's what it is. Anxiety is a mental state. Fear is an emotion that we can change. We get rid of fear, anxiety is going to go. Yep. Okay? Anxiousness, same thing. It's a, it's a psychology thing. I'm talking about feelings. When we resolve a feeling, the thing doesn't need to be here. Yeah. Okay? So fear, let's just say for right now, for our purposes, fear is going to show up right here in our chest. Here's what happened. Avra, awareness. We scanned. We got clear. We're out of alignment. We got clear we had tightness in our chest. We said, I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. That's the door opener. Right. As that happens, be open-minded to the idea of experiences coming up. They're coming up because we gave ourselves permission and they're coming up because that's what needs to be shifted. This is what I do. Okay, so just be aware of it. Be loving. I give myself permission to surrender is useful. Yeah. Okay. So I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. I use that 10 times, 20 times a day. Anytime something's up, I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. I'm talking to my three-year-old constantly and my higher self to make sure that everything is whole. W-H-O-L-E. That's the state I engage daily. Wholeness. Needing nothing, wanting nothing. Being grateful for all. When I'm in that state, everything happens by itself. Grace and action and ease is what I is what I choose. And my head says, yes, that's important. Okay? So we have awareness. Breathe. If you're breathing from your chest, that means you're in fight or flight or freeze. That's okay. I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay. Push your breathing down to your stomach. If you walk away with nothing and you just do that, that's... Dude, look. Choose this day whom you shall serve. Fear or faith. Doesn't get any more cut and dry than that. I didn't, right? I'm just falling walls, okay? So awareness, breathe. First R is release. I give myself permission to feel my fear and it's okay. Or yep. I give myself permission to feel my sorrow or my sadness and it's okay. Or I give myself permission to feel my grief and it's okay. Or yep. I give myself permission to feel my anger and it's okay. All the baseline emotions are on my chart. That's all you need to be successful. 
It's third grader stuff. Watch. I'm going to show you how fast it goes away, okay? You have tightness. Pay attention. So we have awareness. Stand. Breathe. Track our breathing. Release. I give myself permission to feel my fear, and it's okay. Okay. Okay is a question mark, not a statement. Got it? Important, because if you're doing this with yourself, you need to track it. So we have awareness, breathe, release. Here comes the re- code scripture says let the weak man weep woman say i'm strong our greatest weakness is our greatest strength power of life and death exists in the tongues a few the other one is perfect love casteth out fear i'm not a religious person i'm a highly spiritual person here's the law access perfect love casteth out fear so what i'm hearing is if i can love my fear and my courage and my faith totality of both of those laws what happens it goes away okay so I choose to love my fear into my courage and my faith. Instantly, if I have said it appropriately and my body is in agreement with it, gone. Or but. gone. State change, breath change. You might have a scratch or an itch, which will confirm that your body's like, yeah, I'm moving forward. But that's a facet habit. That's the recode. The last A is just appreciation and aligned action. Appreciation is just like, man, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for blah, blah, blah. All I'm doing is I'm escalating my emotional state back up to enthusiasm and gratitude. Mm-hmm. From there, then I take aligned action from that state of not needing or wanting. Yeah. What's my inspired action? That's your right. genius. When you can function in enthusiasm. That's your game. All right, y'all. Yeah, and I love, so I love this idea, right, of just kind of piecing together a lot of the, the things that you've talked about here, right? Is first of all, we have things that are blocking us, things that we're holding on to, things that we're not aware of. Yes. And, and it's not until we start to pay attention to our body that we recognize these things, that we can let them go, right? That we can, that we can acknowledge them. And, and it's not until we accept them and we give ourselves permission, which for a lot of guys, the idea of feeling our feelings, acknowledging that we have feelings, admitting that we have emotions is extremely difficult, right? So so that's the first step for a lot of us, right? Is just acknowledging that they're there and giving yourself permission to have them and then letting them go, right? Because until you do that, you're going to struggle with consistency. And here's the thing, let me add this. So letting go, I find, is not necessarily as successful as transmuting, okay? Yeah. First law of thermodynamics, an energy, a thought, an emotion can neither be created nor destroyed. So letting it go means still there. I just might not be mentally holding on to it. But that does not mean that that emotion is not still present on my body. This is why I always go back to my body. If and when that happens, transmuting is getting clear on the emotion and then flipping it into whatever the higher part is. Fear and encouraging faith, sorrow, sadness, and grief nope. to my joy, etc. And I'll help you with all that stuff, just giving you a little tweak. Yeah, it, it sounds very sim- similar to a technique I use called reframing, right? Where somebody, you know, says, oh, you know, I have to do this, this, and this, and this. And you stop and go, Okay, so why do you feel like you have to do all those things? And then, you know, they go because of this, this, and this. So what if we reframed that and said, I choose to do these activities because of whatever, right? Now, all of a sudden, you've taken something that you feel was a negative, and you flipped it into a positive. I like, I get, you know, all that's great. I mean, I get to, I use, I use, I get to a lot with one of my guys. I need to, I have to, like, oh, I get to. I'm like, oh, in that case. I love mind trigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but like you said, it's so much of it is, it's the words that come out of our mouth. 100%. The words literally transform our thoughts. 100%. And our thoughts transform our behaviors. Yeah. And our experience. Because when you shift your thoughts and your words, you're shifting your frequency, which changes your radio station. Yeah. And therefore, when you click radio stations, you have a whole different music. People experience yep. life all of it that's why some people on planet earth are in freaking hell on earth i've been there before and yep. some people are on heaven on earth how they're on the same freaking earth they could be living in the same house yep. different frequencies life is not what we think it is it's very interestingly different and when we make those tweaks it happens mm-hmm. quick that's really one of the values too of understanding that there's no there's no time 
at least from how we've been taught, in my opinion. Uh, everything's happening now. So as you change it, miracles can happen now. Matter of fact, that's the yeah. only time they will ever happen because you can't yeah. ever get out of now. There is no tomorrow. There is no yesterday. When it's tomorrow, it's now, right? Yeah. Think about this. However you're feeling now is how you're going to feel in the future now. Yeah. So getting clear on what you're feeling is the first thing that I invite you to start getting clear on because if you're not clear on that, you're going through life unconscious and life is happening to you versus for you. Yeah. And, and here's here's kind of my understanding. And correct me if, if this is if not correct, but my th way of thinking about this is it's a cycle that works in reverse, right? So most of us think the first thing we have to do is take some action. The first thing that you have to actually do is change your words. That changes your thoughts. That changes your behaviors, a.k.a. your actions. Then after that happens, those actions, those behaviors, then start to actually change your thoughts. So, so the, the cycle actually goes back the other direction. But until you let go of all of those emotions, until you've actually taken all the negativity and changed it into positivity, that cycle can't happen. The whole be, do, and have is, that's really the name of the game. It's like, who am I being? Like, this is, a lot of times, and this is a good, simple, I'm a fan of simple one-degree shifts, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, most of the time in my past, I would think, all right, what can I do right now? First off, that's frantic, automatic, ah, Okay. Instead, who am I being right now? If yeah. I'm being at peace and enthusiastic, knowing all is well and I'm whole and everything is taken care of, all right, now what do I choose to do? Well, I choose to go to serve mm -hmm. some people and solve some problems. All right, where do I go? Who am I looking for? Where do I need yeah. to go? Right? That way you can be aware of what dialogue is going on. And then with a few simple tweaks and a few simple adjustments, you can legitimately transform your life. Doesn't yeah. take long. It's just having the right information with the right mindset and the willingness to do it. So Kevin Trudeau talks about who do you listen to? Mm -hmm. What's your teachability index? Meaning how open-minded are you from a zero to 10? I'm a 10, 12, most of the time, okay? Yeah. Teachability index, training balance scale. How much training do you need to have before you take action? And then he says unconsciously competent, but I say subconsciously competent. I'm not interested in being unconscious about anything possible. But if I can be subconsciously competent about skill sets and programming and hardwiring things I'm doing, mm. great. That way they're functioning for me even when I'm not conscious of the functioning. Like an example, when I'm out public and I'm meeting new people for the first time, I have these little note cards that I have where I have different things on there that I studied and rehearsed throughout the day. And I have things I'm hardwiring for my subconscious. So when I am in public, my subconscious is already putting me in the proper position, body language-wise, to create the best relationship outcome. And then when I'm talking to people, oh, let me check my notes. <sighs> Everything's already there. My body's already there. I'm like, oh, good job. Because I've conditioned yeah. to do that, right? We yeah. have, you're a genius. All of you. Just got to get yeah. clear of what and believe that you are so you can put the proper information in to change your state. I, when I turned 30, I realized everything I taught, everything I thought I knew was just garbage. So I straight up and started over all of it. Connecticut, yeah. Conscious language and body language and nutrition as a self, as a high performance person and a coach of it. Keep it simple. Nutrition, you need to understand how to, that's just right. Water, yeah. of course, right? Then you need to understand language and you need to understand body language. Those three skill sets, I will help you. That's what I've mastered in being a student of. Yeah. Those are also the things that you're going to use by the second to rewire yeah. your experience. And I'll throw this out there. People may not realize this, but and, and I and I think you'll confirm what I'm about to say. The same things that help you lose weight, pack on muscle, are also the same things that help you be a better father, a better husband, a better leader. They help you become financially strong. The only thing that changes is the individual skills that you need to build up for those things. But the actual core concepts of what you need to do are the exact same, no matter what area of your life you're trying to improve. Yep, it's all self-mastery stuff. I mean, I always find for me, it's always going in, not out, right? Because yep. when I can put the information in and I'm willing to do it, 
That's key. But if you find yourself knowing what to do, but you're not doing it, you don't love yourself. It's not a judgment. It's like, let's just deal with the facts, right? Yeah. So we can change it. If we deal with the facts, it doesn't take the seconds to clean it up. But if you're lying to yourself every day, that's different. I've been there. I know. It's better to be, I don't like the word brutally honest. It's better to be lovingly honest with yourself. Know the truth mm-hmm. and the truth shall set you free. Yep. It's a very accurate statement in my experience. So just getting clear on your body language truth because that is your truth. That's what your higher self is communicating to you all day long. Every yep. time you're scratching and itching, that is your higher self animating your vehicle. It's yep. just the wildest thing I've ever experienced in my life, personally. Yeah, it's 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 funny, man. Like I'm sitting here listening to to a lot of what you're saying, and it's things that I've never actually consciously thought about, right? I've never put it within this framework of what you're introducing, but I can confirm what you're saying because an example for me, I spent 13 years working in retail. I, I basically have undiagnosed PTSD from it. <laughs> okay. Like, let me show this. Let me, let me just show this real fast. And I'm going to let you show that. So one thing that I've noticed for myself is if I go out in public and I know there's going to be a lot of people around, if I just a small, simple action such as intentionally saying hello to someone just just greeting someone changes my entire experience changes my entire perspective because what i'm doing is i'm rewiring my brain to say the people around me are a positive experience not a negative one and it's like i never really thought about it in those terms like it's something i consciously do and i know that it works but i never really thought about why and so like listening to what you're saying, it's like, I'm seeing, like I'm rewiring my brain to change the perspective of that entire situation. And I'll give myself permission to not be stressed out in that situation. Yeah. And, well, so so they just confirmation for everything you said. Yeah. So a couple of things, this would be good for you. Right? So when you started talking about the PTSD, you hit a three stutter, pop, pop, pop. You don't have a stutter problem. Three is tying this here. Or your solar plexus or below your belly button. Sorrow, sadness, grief, or subconscious grief. That's why a stutter would come out in the first place. We didn't talk about this shit. Anytime you hear a stutter, and hand, hey, 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 oh, they don't have a stutter problem. It's code. Yeah. Two, and, and hey, hey, it's apathy or I can't, this is too hard. Yeah. Three, hey, 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 and, and, and sorrow, sadness, or grief. So when you start to mention the PTSD thing, there's a high, not even a high probability. I have found it to not be inaccurate at all, ever, yet, right? And here's the crazy thing. I was in yoga class one day. My yoga instructor's Chinese. Before class started, we're sitting here, and I was just stretching, doing my thing over here, and I'm talking Chinese. And her and her friend were talking in Chinese. Oh, so she starts starting, pop, 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 in Chinese. Mm-hmm. I call my coach, Bob, hey, is the stutter thing cross-cultural, cross-linguistics? He says, yes. What? <sighs> Crazy. Okay, so when yeah. people, the only reason why someone would stutter is because they're not feeling what their body is trying to tell them. Yeah. Most of the time, not intentionally, just because yeah. it's to that point. So the whole, I give myself permission to feel my feelings and it's okay, and more specific, I give myself permission to feel my feelings about being in retail for 13 years. That statement will allow something to come up. If you're feeling it, it's going to show up. Yeah. And then all we got to do is clean it up. But yes, yeah, so yeah. all of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, just a little, little confirmation for people that, you know, all this stuff is, is, is accurate, you know. Because I, I think sometimes people go, yeah, that all sounds good, man. But, you know, I don't know about that. So it's a mirror. I mean, really, life is a mirror. You're getting more people who are being who you are unconsciously. The faster you can be open-minded to the idea and test it for yourself, the faster you can be a Jedi and a ninja in your own experience in real time of using extracurricular or external data mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on internally. Yeah. Yeah. Very important, very useful skill set to be 
able to observe on that level because it's going to help you to move at light speeds because look we're not here to suffer although our entire experience has been set up that way that's not who we be mm -hmm. we're here to thrive we're here to bring our heaven to earth and we do that by activating ourselves from the inside out to be able to hold that type of light quotient the only way you're going to do that is by getting all the traumas and stuff out to allow your vibe to rise. That's why everything is going chaotic right now. So if you know anything about solar flares and a lot of juice coming through the planet, you can look up the Schumann resonance. The earth is also blasting off. The earth's alive too. Like it's going through its own ascension experience too. So we're getting smashed in a good way from the sun and the earth. They're both see. They're both heating up. So if you notice why it's chaos and all this stuff, that's because all that stuff's being pushed up to be shifted, to be loved, to surrender, all of that. It's an internal yeah. job. So if you notice things are chaos right now, that's because your job is to bring it into coherence. And this is what I'm showing you how to do with body language and language in real time. Because look, when I show you this, you're going to know instantly mm -hmm. whether it works or not. We didn't have to wait a week. We got to wait a month. Like you're going to know because, like, oh, wow, my state changed. I feel better. Bam. Yeah. Back to life. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Some of the things that will just... Like you don't even realize, but you know, that, that I think what I would wrap up with here in helping guys to understand this, right? What are you looking for is if you're feeling something tightness, you know, not, we're not talking about you're sore from your workout, right? We're talking about, <laughs> you know, actual tightness, actual pain in your body that doesn't have another logical reason for existing, Right. Or your behaviors, like you come out scratching your arm. If you just have repeated things like that that are constantly happening for you, or maybe you don't even necessarily feel it in your body, but you see it in the way you react. You know, you snap at people. You get angry over silly stuff. Little things like that. That is all your body telling you something is wrong and the framework that brian is giving you today is going to help you to start to figure out what that thing is so that you can change it instantly yep so brian with that yeah top to bottom once you get it down i mean you know that take you a minute from trigger to proper acknowledgement to authentication and then validation resolving it so yeah it's amazing so, so with that, for those who want to get the chart, those who maybe want to set up a call with you, what is the best way for them to get a hold of you? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll leave you my text message number, but I'll share it to you now so you have it. It's 512-648-5440. Just comment chart. Don't put a period, exclamation point, comment chart. It'll pull it up. I'll see you when you get back there and I'll say hi to you and welcome you aboard and then and I always do a one-time free conversation with my community to help them get unstuck. So if you have an interest, when you get my chart, just let me know. And I'll say hi to you and welcome you board and make sure you got your resources. But that's really the next step is just going from, wow, that sounds interesting to how can I actually practice it, test it, get my chart. Just start checking in, go back and watch. I gave you some valuable tools that people pay me a lot of money to resolve. Just go through here and track them, write down a little statement and I'll give you my chart and we can track it. But yeah, we'll go from there. Okay. Yeah. And, and, if somebody is listening to this, they've taken what you said. They're like, okay, I've, I've thought about it. I've given my first, myself permission to feel. I know what I'm feeling. Now, do, now what do I do with it? Getting the chart from you, sending them a call with you. That'll be the next step to uh, help them figure out what to do with that next, right? Yeah, and I'm going to solve it for you for free and show you how it works. That's simple. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, Matt. Well, really appreciate you coming on today, Brian. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave people with? Yeah, I'm going to leave you with two. Number one, this is the most valuable, two of the most valuable statements I've come across. All my millionaire and billionaire clients ask me, hey, what's the number one thing I've ever shared with you that's allowed you to change your state on the spot? It's this. Mm -hmm. I choose to make this fun and easy. It's the direct opposite of I can't, this is too hard, which is apathy. Now look, when people have apathy, it's mm -hmm. me, snotty noses, allergies, Hodgkin's lymphomas, any lymphatic issue. That is what is triggered with, I can't, this is too hard, cancel. Especially when it's felt. 
Okay. I'll give yeah. you an example and then I'll tie it up. Quickly, I was at the gym one morning at 5 a.m. doing the elliptical. And I did not want to be there. The whole time, I'm just bitching, ain't complaining. And while this is going on, my nose is running off my face. Both nostrils. I'm consistently doing this. Like, what the world is going on? Finally, I'm like, dude, what is the deal? Shove my mind off. I'm still pedaling. Soon as I had the thought to say, I choose to make this fun and easy, I got the eye out in my mind and my nose went, done. That yeah. The words becomes flesh is instant when you make the adjustment the body will respond that's the key that's the law lastly my favorite quote my motto is if you don't make time for your wellness you will make time for your illness so that's all i got awesome appreciate it again man thanks so much for coming on guys i would definitely encourage you to reach out to brian as you see he is a wealth of knowledge and information and i know he's going to be able to get you a lot of value i want to just remind everybody before we sign off here as always that none of us are born unshakable but all of us have the ability to become unshakable Thank you for listening to the Unshakable Habits Podcast with Coach Stephen Box. Be sure to hit the subscribe button and help us spread the word by sharing the podcast with other men. If you're ready to create unshakable habits, you can learn more and connect with us at unshakablehabits.com.